0: In front of everybody, the soldier ran across the border into North Korea, jumped in a van full of North Korean soldiers, and hasn't been seen or heard from since. Welcome back to another episode of Brutally Honest with your host, me, Nico Ortiz. Let me know down below in the comments if you guys have ever made a comment, action, gesture, or anything like that and basically immediately regretted it. And if the answer is yes, let me know if it is worse than today's topic. An American soldier ran across the border in North Korea the other day, last week and has not been seen or heard from since. And North Korea is not getting back to us either. But really quick before I mention that, I want to say thank you to everybody. We are almost, just like this much, almost to 100,000 subs on YouTube. I'm hoping by the time this episode goes up on Thursday, we'll be at 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. If so, I would like to personally say Thank you, and let me know if we need to put the play button here in the studio. I think it'll be really, really cool. And if you're not, go ahead and hit that subscribe and notification bell so you guys don't miss future Brutally Honest episodes. And also, a quick little statement. I apologize for my voice, and if I look like absolute sh- I was in Nashville this weekend watching my buddy Brandon Herrera beat some a- which was really, really awesome, and he won. So congratulations to my buddy Brandon. I had way too much alcohol celebrating and so yeah my voice is kind of shot and my i'm partially asleep right now but we're gonna go ahead and send it but something absolutely crazy happened last week u.s soldier private travis king a cav scout assigned to the first armored division is in custody after crossing over to north korea after taking part in a guided tour along the north korean border he just took off who the wants to go to north korea literally nobody you had to have done something wrong to want to go to north korea what do you get in north korea dictatorship malnourishment no rights, so when I heard about this, I was like, okay, uh, insider threat, or I was like, he did something wrong, or he's like being chased, or like maybe they're on drugs. It doesn't make any sense, but once I heard that he was a private, I was like, okay, all privates are a little bit retarded, and when you're a private, I I was extremely retarded, I'm still retarded, but this is nuts. So basically what happened is, and we'll get more into it, and we're gonna read some articles here in just a moment, but he ran across the border, jumped into a van full of North Korean soldiers, and then they basically just took off. And he has not been heard or seen since then. And so right now, I'll go ahead and jump into a quick little article. It says, I saw reports about contact between the UN command and North Korea. The State Department spokesman Matt Tiller told reporters on Monday, it was my understanding that there has been no new communication since last week. Communications that happened in the early days, I think the reports have resulted from misinterpretation of the UN command's original statement. So the way it works is that North Korea and South Korea are basically the primary means of communication as North Korea and the United States have never truly been friends. Things have always been tense and hostile. And this is a kind of a stressful, stressful moment as we're trying to figure out what's going on. But we've never had any true diplomatic relations. It's all been indirect, hence why they're talking to the UN and and South Korea, but they won't respond to anything from the United States about this soldier. And I think the only time we've ever truly come into somewhat neutral play with North Korea at all, like ever, is when ex-president Donald Trump went over to North Korea and you see him and Kim Jong-un talking and conversating. And I mean, that's like probably the only thing that gives me a little bit of hope that maybe we will all die in like nuclear fire one day. But as I digress, some of you might be like, oh, well, first of all, how did this soldier just run across the border? Like, he was in a, in a tour group along the border, but how did he just sprint across? Well, for those of you who don't know, North Korea still is having, like, really, really big problems with the whole COVID and unvaccinated thing. So, apparently, border security is, like, very, very minimal. So, he was literally able to just take off and go. So, obviously, there's a lot of people who are like, holy This dude's in North Korea now, and we don't know where he's at. And I know a lot of people are obviously worried about him, especially his family. Um, When his mother found out, uh, she said, you know, I can't see Travis doing anything like that. And I don't know the context exactly of how she said it. I don't know if she was like saying that, meaning I don't believe it. I don't believe that he did that or in the sense of like absolute shock and distress of what's going on. And I truly feel for the mother, at least, the soldier's another story, but his family, I'm like, that's gotta be super rough. I do hope everything goes well and we're able to safely get him back, regardless of, you know, him being an absolute f- idiot and sprinting across the border into North Korea. I hope we get him back. And I initially asked the question, I'm like, why the fuck would he do that in the first place? Why would you want to go into North Korea? And I think I may have found the answer to that. Um, Some people are saying, and it's been documented, that he has had a lot of problems and issues in the military in the sense of assault and damage to property. So I'll go ahead and read all of you guys this really quick. um, That kind of describes some of the things going on and may be the leading cause as to why he just kind of said it. Private second class Travis King, 23 years old, was about to fly back to the United States from South Korea for possibly disciplinary action after refusing to pay a fine for allegedly damaging public property and some assault charges that happened previously in the year. He slipped away from the airport in Seoul last Tuesday and managed to join a guided tour, which they have pictures of as well. And so those people who signed for the tours are supposed to follow like super super strict rules including what they can wear for the tour and so because of that it remains a ongoing subject of inquiry as to how king was authorized to get onto the tour despite his record which i'm about to read to you guys right now king has served detention in south korea on charges of assault and damaging public property once again as stated it was due to a flyback to his home base in fort bliss texas last week facing disciplinary action So basically what I'm hearing is this dude was already in trouble and he's like, I don't want to be in trouble anymore. I guess I'm going to North Korea now. I'm dipping out and I'm just taking my chances. But the thing is, is like, what makes you think you have any kind of power in North Korea? It's like, oh, I'm in the military. Like, they're going to want me, and I'll be an assassin for Kim Jong-un. I don't know. These are the stupid things us as privates, <coughs> me when I was a private, we would think about, right? We're like, oh, yeah, like, we totally got He's only been in the military for two years. And I was like, how is he, like, still only a private? And he's still only a private because he's had so many problems and issues in the past. So that means he's not the best. I'm not not saying he's a bad person, but he's not the best soldier. And that's okay. But you're in North Korea now. Like, I hope you understand that North Korea is going to interrogate you. They're going to try and get information. I personally believe, you know, North Korea is going to utilize him for propaganda. They're going to utilize him to be like, see, this is what people are like in uh, around the rest of the world. They're going to just use him to on the rest of the United States and everybody else, which kind of sucks. And at this point, it's kind of like, dude, once we get him back, which once again, I do hope we get him back safely because I don't want no American citizen getting tortured in North Korea, like, hell no, we definitely got to kick this dude out, and he's more than likely going to have to face some criminal charges for sure, because we can't keep him in the military anymore, because you're now in North Korea, we have to worry about him being an insider threat, committing attacks on behalf of North Korea, brainwashing, all these other things, like, he he cannot come back to being a, a U.S. soldier, like, he is done, so I think he really took the risk of being like, I'm going to go to North Korea and give them whatever they want. And I'm like, he's a cab scout too. Like, dude, you, you, you got nothing to back yourself up on at all. And since he did this, the tours have basically been like suspended. A lot of the people initially, when this happened, when he ran across, they thought it was a joke. When the ladies even stayed there, like, I thought it was like a joke for TikTok until once he crossed that line, the tour guides, because you have to follow these strict rules, they started yelling at everybody in the tour. They're like, run now, go run back because it's North Korea. Once again, I feel like I'm gonna say this a million times in the episode, it's North Korea. You have no idea what they're gonna do. They could just start sending rounds across the border into all of those people. It could be an action of war immediately due to just some stupid, like that all those tours are canceled and we're trying to figure out what's going to happen next now i'm sure a lot of you are also interested as to because i briefly mentioned on some of the things that had happened as to why he may run across the border and i actually want to dive into kind of like his history of issues he's had in the military as a whole. He was accused of punching a man several times in the face at a club on September 25th of last year, the Seoul courts indicate, so in South Korea. Two weeks later, on October 8th, Korean authorities responded to another dustup involving King who allegedly displayed aggressive behavior according to the court documents. And before I continue, I need to make it very, very clear. Yes, he's being an absolute dumb f- head turd head, without a doubt, okay? But it's never easy being in the military at all. It's not always what you think it is, let alone getting stationed in South Korea as your first, like, duty assignment. That sucks. And it's, it's not exactly an excuse for him. It's just that, like, for everybody who's not a veteran, us as veterans will see this as, like, we're more focused on the fact of, like, oh, he's a private. Like, what do you expect? And a lot of people are like, no, he's, like, a criminal. He's doing this. Bitches. It's like, no, no, no. The military will change you. Your life experiences will get f- It's not for everybody. We see this happen a lot. This is not abnormal. This, at the end of the day, he's just the one who got caught up in the news and did some extra level crazy shit. I don't think he's a bad guy. I just don't think the military is for him. But as I continue, while he was displaying this aggressive behavior, the police put him in the backseat of the patrol car. King reportedly spouted terrible words and insulted things at the uh, Korean police and the South Korean army. Um, He then proceeded to kick the patrol car several times, resulting in about... 584001 in damages. And actually, it's really not that bad. I mean, it's it's bad he did that. But what that converts to is about $460 in damages. And with that, he got off kind of easy, realistically, because he had no previous offenses and later pleaded guilty to charges of assault and destruction of public goods and paid $790 to repair the patrol car. On February 8th of this year, in Seoul, in the Western District Court, he was fined five million one. The equivalent of about $3,950, almost $4,000. King was facing disciplinary action from the U.S. military, according to two anonymous U.S. officials. And so a lot of things are happening with this guy. And because of that, the soldier spent time in the United States detention in Pyongyang, South Korea. I don't think it's Pyongyang. That's like North Korea. Jesus Christ. I don't know how to say this word, but a place in South Korea following the October disturbance. One of the lawyers who represented him at the time claimed a spokesman for the U.S. forces of Korea, however, declined to confirm whether King has been in South Korea or U.S. military detention. So it kind of sounds like South Korea is not answering a lot of questions, and I have a feeling this is not factual. What I'm saying, this is my conspiracy theory sh- here. This is my thoughts. I think the reason South Korea is curveballing a lot of stuff right now is because we have to remember they're the only ones talking with North Korea right now. They're the only ones truly getting a sense of information, even though it's connected to the UN and all this stuff. South Korea is the only ones getting any type of true communication, true facts, true knowledge. And I think something maybe not good has happened since then. And so they're kind of like, oh, we know nothing about him. We don't want to be involved because the world's about to have a storm when they figure out what's going on with Private King. But we shall see. King was set back to fly to the United States on Tuesday when he slipped his military escort and was spotted wearing civilian clothes at a tour tour on the joint security area. The border village of the demilitarized zone separating the two Koreas that is guarded by soldiers from both sides. He slipped away as he was being guarded by soldiers. I would actually like to know what's going on with those soldiers. I want to hear from them. Dude, what the f*** are you doing? How do you let this dude slip away? Let alone, he should be handcuffed because I've had to escort people as well from court in the military and they are always handcuffed. Hands are handcuffed and feet are handcuffed and they are joined together by another handcuff between the hands and the legs and then you're handcuffed in a vehicle at all times either he wasn't truly detained he was just being escorted even though for like i said in my history of escorting people i've always put them in handcuffs always every single time so something weird's going on here either he was never in handcuffs or he somehow is a motherfucking genius and he slipped out that So one thing that, and I remember a Swedish visitor had said is they were like, that when he ran across, he was laughing. He was like, ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's a little bit like loosey-goosey, got a few nuts and bolts missing, and maybe he's a little bit crazy. Or he just had such a hard time, his world's falling apart, and he does not know what to do. For all I know, you know, in the military, we go through a lot of hard times. Maybe he thought he was going to get shot crossing that border. And honestly, it didn't go the way he wanted it to. That's why he's laughing. He's like, ah, you know, f- I'm going to get a shot, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Everyone's going to feel bad for me or something like that when I get killed by North Korea because I was, you know, being escorted back to the States for disciplinary action. The world's against me. But he ran across that thing. He's like, ah, uh, what the? F-? And he's like, I'm alive. What the? And then these North Korean soldiers detain him and take him away. So. Who really knows what is going on? Because this is just, at the end of the day, it's absolutely crazy, crazy story. And he did it deliberately upon his own accord. He was not forced in any way, shape at all. I would like to know, though, if there was, you know, video footage of this. That would be crazy to see because I've looked it up and I haven't found anything that shows, like, footage of him running, running across. All I've seen so far is the pictures of him on the tour wearing his hat. And, like, his shirt and clothes and stuff like that. It would have been crazy to see, you know, even a picture of him running across. It would have been like, oh, my God, this is insane. And so when I say he went crazy, that's what I thought, right? And I think I'm kind of right. Because let me read you guys what was actually going on in Private King's life leading up to these events. And everything kind of collectively gathering up since September With all these things of him being, you know, a hindrance to the military and and South Korean officials. This is from his uncle. It says, King's uncle reported, he said that the soldier had been breaking down over the tragic death of his seven-year-old cousin who died this winter after battling a rare genetic disorder that had him on life support. I know we've all lost family members and in the military, you know, not to say it's any way, shape or form harder, but... When you're somewhere else and you have to be there, like no matter how sick somebody is, you'll be lucky if Red Cross has your back. That's the only way you can really leave deployment or any overseas assignment to go back home to your family unless your unit has leave time. Like Your unit is like, oh yeah, we'll let everybody get home for these two weeks. No, you have to stay there. So a lot of the time, it's like the world just kind of goes by. Life goes by and there's nothing you can do about it. So when I heard about that, I'm like, oh, he may have felt that sense of like hopelessness. And he's a dumb private. So I get it, because we have all been there as veterans. Once again, not an excuse for his actions. They're absolutely ridiculous, and he, there does need to be repercussions to what he did. He does need to face consequences. And so to kind of conclude all the events of everything that was going on here, there's currently a State Department travel advisory ban on U.S. citizens entering North Korea due to the continuing serious risk of arrest and long-term detention of U.S. nationals. Hey, at the end of the day, don't go to North Korea. Like, don't, don't go. Look at me, right here. Don't go. That's stupid. I know a lot of people do to go there. I actually want to go to North Korea really bad. So don't judge me. I want to go for fun. But that's because I'm stupid. I'm totally right for these consequences. But like I said, we've never been cool with North Korea. And there's already a lot of tension between the two of us. Like I stated before, it's extremely stressful because things have already been going super downhill with North Korea over the past few years. And this year, we've already had North Korea doing over 20 ballistic tests. And apparently, these are not connected. But on that Friday, last Friday, they sent cruise missiles into the South Korean Sea where we have stated we have submarines currently. So North Korea is truly, truly testing the waters. And this is not good for us. This could be looked at as an excuse as to why they are going to do some things or conduct whatever tests. And on top of all those tests, the ICBM tests that they're doing, these nuclear tests, it's it's getting very scary. And so with that I wanted to make this another short episode as I am continuing to improve the studio, create some new profile pictures, banners for the podcast in the future, create some merch. Let me know down below in the comments what you think about everything going on with North Korea. Let me know if you think what Private King did was justified due to him, you know, going through a lot of things, or if it was just completely stupid, there's zero excuses, and we do hope we get him back But he is going to face some serious consequences when we do get him back. I hope nothing but the best wishes for him and his family. And I will see you all next time on Brutally Honest. Thanks for stopping by.